Good morning, everybody. Thank you all for joining us for the third Sunday in February in the year of our Lord, 2022, February the 20th. <clears throat> uh, as I have been, been doing as of late, so, so I don't uh, forget, I'd like to thank those who, who have financially supported us in the past and who continue to financially support us and those of you who may be taking the first opportunity uh, to do so I, I thank you and we, we we graciously receive and welcome all contributions our cash tag for the cash app is the only way we're still currently receiving digital currency is dollar sign Mount Sinai UMC again that's dollar sign M T S I N A I UMC if you would like to contribute that way <clears throat> uh, other ways you can contribute or sending uh, checks and money orders to Mount Sinai UMC PO box 349 Hazelhurst Mississippi Zip code 39083. Again, that's Mount Sinai UMC, P.O. Box 349, Hazelhurst, Mississippi, 39083. Uh, today, we <coughs> excuse me, celebrate birthdays, those who were born in the month of February. There, there are those in my family, uh, in my home. That, that that celebrates birthdays in February. My uh, my wife and as well as my deceased mother and her twin sister in the month of, of February. Also anniversary. Those those who were married in the month of love. I actually have a friend. He and his wife actually got married on February fourteenth. So happy birthday and happy anniversary to those born in or got married in the month of February. T today's message as we get ready to transition to go into prayer for the day is entitled <clears throat> Peace of Love. Peace of Love. Uh, prayerfully and reflectively, this will be the Third, if, if I'm adding, no, the fourth um, lesson in the series on love, peace of love, <clears throat> excuse me, primarily coming from John chapter 14, verse 27. And for the first time, I think, uh, particularly passing at Mount Sinai United Methodist Church, I'll be using the amplified version of the Bible. After reading several translations, it's the one that best spoke to to my heart for this particular sermon lesson for for the the emphasis that they that they put on the word and for supporting scriptures we we have first john 4 and 18 going back to 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 the familiar my my niv new international version and we'll close the message out with words from the apostle paul coming from philippians verse uh, chapter four, verses four through nine with emphasis, uh, or should I say the focus being on verse 
4. I'm sorry, verse 7. With that, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for your grace, your mercy, Lord God, for your, your peace, Lord God. Lord God, thank you for loving us, Lord God. Thank you for uh, allowing your spirit to dwell in us, Lord God, uh, uh, thus far that we are able to love others, Lord God, as you have loved us. In studying, Lord God, for this particular lesson, Lord God, I was reminded and read in the scripture passage, Jesus, that you said that those who love you follow your command, Lord God. And that's how you know those who, who, who love you. And Lord God, I'm praying that in this moment, Lord God, that all those under the sound of my voice, Lord God, who's hearing this live as we live stream or who may be listening to the podcast or the recording at a later date, that, that their hearts and minds be be challenged to, to grow even deeper and higher. Even those who have known you for a while in the Lord, as well as myself, Lord God, I pray that we be transformed to, to the, the peace that surpasses all understanding and, and our knowledge and in our love uh, for others, Lord God, as a demonstration for our love for you. And we'll be careful to give your name all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise for us. In the matchless name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. So, as I often do, jumping right in um, with my opening questions and... <clears throat> I sincerely hope and my intentions are at least based on my study and preparation to to answer these questions, particularly uh, the last one. But jumping right in, it, it is. Um, who is peace to you? I would ask it in a way as to what is peace to you. But I think it's safe to say. That, that we all desire peace, but hopefully, prayerfully, the, the way I'm asking will make sense by, by the end of this sermon lesson. Who, who is peace to you? How do you know when you have received peace? Now, that's more of a pondering reflection question, but how do you know that you have received peace? And the last is, is peace earned, gained, or received? Is peace earned, gained, or received? And my, my heart's desire is by the end of this message, that would be answered for you. <clears throat> and again, I think it's the first time I've ever used Amplified version of, of the Bible. And we're jumping right, right into the word for today. And the word of God reads, peace I leave with you, my perfect peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. Once more, the words of Christ. Peace I leave with you. My perfect peace, this is Christ speaking, I give to you. 
Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Let my perfect peace calm you in every circumstance and give you courage and strength for every challenge. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Ooh, Lord Jesus. Uh, what what a bit to jump right right into and it, it it's it's expressed uh and th this is in my notes but it out of all the times I've studied and, and, and I've expressed before that, that, that I clearly favor um the writing style of the author of the book of John but I confess that it, that it was uh, a, a, a fresh finding for me that Jesus expressing here, do not let your heart be troubled. And quite frankly, if, if it sounds familiar to you, that's because um, it, it is, I would, I would say, most commonly found in John 14 verses. John 14, verse 1, and we often hear, hear, hear these words at home-going services for um, the dearly departed. But it says, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God and trust in him. Believe also in me. And then it goes on. To say in my father's house are many mansions. But what I find interesting is. So Jesus. In the opening of chapter 14. The words of Christ. We open with Jesus telling them. Not to let their hearts be, be troubled. That if you believe in God. Also believe in me. And, and it would be a good background study. For you to go and read the entire uh, chapter. Chapter 14. It, it's, it's broken down into like three uh, sub-messages within that, but it's, it's very interesting and impactful, uh, again, that, I, that I've noted, that Jesus is mentioned trouble. Do not let your heart be troubled. He's mentioning the, the, the fear component. And when we get down to verse 27, he's speaking of peace. Jesus is saying... My peace I give you and my peace I'm leaving, excuse me, with you. So thus the, 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 the peace of love and, and I, I definitely uh, wrote it in, in, in a way, at least my, my heart's desire was that it would be re received as a, as a play on word because there, there is no peace as in a partial of love in God because there's, excuse me, completeness in Christ, but there is a peace. So, um, I come across also in, in this study to, to, to deepen that, that understanding, like, the tying in together of the peace 
not being uh, troubled and the fear component. So if you ask most people, what, what is fear? And, and I've briefly touched on this before, and this, this is not an exhaustive study on this, but I, I'm, as I often say, I, I, I work with another pastor, and he was explaining Jesus sleeping in the hull of the ship when the storm arises. Come on now, preacher. And when they wake Jesus from his sleep and he comes up, the question they asked him when they woke him up was, teacher, are you not concerned? Are you not worried? Are you not troubled? Is there no fear for you, for us, that we may perish? Jesus steps up on the deck of the ship and he said, peace be still. Not peace come here, not peace rest, but peace be still. And the scripture goes on to say, the calm was at rest. And at peace. A couple things. The pastor that I'm talking to and working with, he goes on in, in his explanation of the scriptural text and says they had the God of peace with them all along. See, what we receive from Jesus and what Jesus is offering, what he's saying that he gives us and will leave for us is not just the peace of no trouble or no turmoil. This is why I like the Amplified Version, how it explains in, in, in the, in the uh, commentary and, and, and the emphasis and the expression that in every situation that we have the peace of Christ, that we have Christ present with us, not just that we don't have challenges or turmoil. I'm telling you, uh, with the boldness and the courage of the Holy Spirit operating within me, that if anybody teaches you that once you receive Christ, that your life becomes completely easy, that is false teaching. There is still life challenges, Lord Jesus. We still have our, our struggles. I'm, I'm writing a paper for my theological studies and course of study called that there is no shame in the struggle as long as we return to the Savior. Come on now, preacher. Stay focused. Stay focused. Peace of love. The peace of love. So when Jesus steps up on this deck, when he says, peace be still, he rebukes his disciples to say, ye of little faith. Hmm. So in John 14 and 1, when he says, let your hearts not be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. There, this is overly simplified, but this is Christian one-on-one in the gospel. There's only two, two people in, 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 that exist in the world. Those of us who believe in Christ and those who do not. That's why we're called believers. Jesus said, those who believe in me. So that brings us to First uh, John 4 and 18. And note how, how this passage reads. Because I'm like, Lord, how, how does all this, this peace, fear, trouble that Christ is speaking, how does this all tie in together? And the scriptures bear, bear this out in 1 John chapter 4, verses 18. It says, love cast out fear. Mm. Love cast out fear. 
There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. And some translation will say cast because fear has to do with punishment. Stay with me. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Love drives out or cast out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Unpack that for us, preacher. What are you getting at? This is a continuation, yet still, not just in the love series, but coming from the conversation that Jesus is having with Peter. When Jesus says to Peter, um, when they were talking about where they would go, Peter said, Jesus, I'll follow you anywhere to prison, even unto death. Jesus said, will, will you really? He said, Peter, before this night is over, you would deny me. And he did. Bring it, bring it on home, preacher. Adjust the lens. The perfect love, the peace of love is in Jesus Christ. Now, what John, 1 John 4 and 18 help, helps us to see is <laughs> no fear of shame, no fear of, of doubt, no fear in self-strength. Come on, preacher. The scripture says that those who are in Christ are new creatures. So the word of God is saying that there is no fear when there is perfect love because you're operating in the love of Christ. So there's no fear of punishment for what you have done because you've been released from that because the words of Christ, Jesus Christ himself says, the peace I give you, the peace I leave with you is the very spirit of God himself. Now watch this. I'm going to mention this now and we're going to revisit this and I close in points. Don't know how you feel about George Myers, and that's that's besides the point for this particular message, because I like to properly cite my source. And this is sound uh, doctrinal teaching in 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 the way uh, Sister George taught this particular message. And it says there is no need to ask for what we already have. So this was her teaching on peace. So when you say, Lord Jesus, give me peace. Give me peace. See, John 4 and, and, and 27, our foundation scripture. Christ has already said, peace I leave with you. Peace I give to you. And when you do your homework, because I'm trusting and believing now, trusting that you will go and, and, and read uh, the full chapter of John 14. It goes on and explains and, and tells you that Jesus said that he would not leave us orphans, that he would not leave us wayward. He would not leave us without direction. It's just always blow, blow my mind when Jesus said it is good that I must go. Like, why is it good that you must go? Because he said, when I go, I will send you the comforter, the counselor, the, 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 the helper, the standby, the one that will strengthen you, that will be with you, that will be in us. So the peace that he left is not just this emotional feeling. 
but himself. That even in the midst of all that's going on, we still have a peace. Come on, preacher. Don't get ahead of yourself. What's coming up uh, in, in the closing scriptural passage, the peace that surpasses all understanding, the peace that transcends our very mere ability to understand. Christ is saying, this is the type of peace that I'm going to give you that no matter no matter what you're going through in life, that there is a peace in the knowledge of Christ that's operating in us. Peace. Peace of love. So with that, we're going to transition to our closing scripture. I'm going to give you my three takeaways. Get a closing prayer benediction and we'll be done. Thank you for those who who have stuck with us to this point. Excuse me. The closing passage is coming from. Excuse me. Philippians 4. Chapter 4. Verses four through nine with emphasis on, on verse seven, which I've, I've already recited. But nevertheless, we're going to read the full passage and, and give, give my takeaways, closing prayer and benediction. And the word of God reads <clears throat> uh, from the from the letter to the Philippians from the Apostle Paul. Chapter four, verses four, and the sub subheading is his final exhortation. And it reads, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious for anything. But in every situation, by prayer and and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And say with prayer and supplication, if you're reading uh, King James, a new King James version. Verse seven, the, the focus verse, it says, and the peace of God, which transcends, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Verse eight, finally, Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, in me, that's important. Put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. See, that's the peace Jesus was talking about when Jesus was saying, peace, I leave with you. My peace, the peace of Christ, the very peace of God, the very Holy Spirit that if you read uh, in John 14, he said, I, I leave the Holy Spirit with you that will lead and guide you into all truth. The very Spirit of God is what he said that he's left with us. Not that we won't have trials, church, Lord, Lord Jesus. Mm. Even the preachers go through. But even when we're going through, there's a piece of love. 
Mm. A peace of love. Come on, preach. Bring it home. Takeaways. There are three takeaways from, from this message that I that I like you to get. <clears throat> and one I've already mentioned, but it's worth repeating. Actually, I've mentioned them all, but but praise be to God. Uh, I'm putting them here because this is really what I need you to get from the message. First, peace is not just what we have when we receive Jesus, but it's who we have in the spirit of God himself. When Christ says that he was leaving us peace and giving us peace, he was giving us the very Spirit of God to live within us. Number two, peace is a characteristic of Christ's love. Much like the, the fruit of the Spirit, it's not like you have love and no peace. Because Christ loves us and we love Christ, because we're in Christ and he's in us, we inherit that peace. And that's a great segue to number three. We don't have to ask for peace we only we only need to receive him because he has already given it thus himself he has already given himself uh, sorry for the wording please forgive me he has already given himself to us and that's the foundation scripture for today john 14 27 in the very spirit of God that resides in us and lives in us. Receive these, this is closing prayer and benediction. Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord God. Thank you for the peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for blessing us exceedingly abundantly above all we ask, think, and imagine, Lord God, I'm praying, Lord God, for uh, those who are going through, Lord God. We have family members, Lord God, who who recently suffered a loss, Lord God. So we're, we're, we're lifting up right now, Lord God, the, the Hicks family, Lord God, the Taylor family, Lord God, praying for, for their strength, Lord God. We ourselves, Lord God, as a family, are experiencing our, our own challenges, Lord God. We are praying, Lord God. I'm praying, Lord God, for those who have shared with me, Lord God. Lord God, I'm praying for those that, that I have heard of, Lord God, that, that are going through, Lord God. I'm praying, Lord God, that the peace, Lord God, that, that you have extended to us, that we have received. Therefore, we, we, there's no need to ask, Lord God, for, 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 for what's been given. We just need to receive. But I'm praying, Lord God, that, that, that you be even more present, more manifest, Lord God, in our lives, Lord God. And I'm praying, Lord God, for the patience that, that you've instilled in us to be made present, to come forth. Lord God, I'm praying for those who are affected and infected, directly or indirectly, in the midst of this pandemic we're going through, Lord God. I know how physically, mentally, and emotionally how, how it weighs on me. So I'm praying for us collectively, Lord God, 
But I'm also praying for those who are on the front line, Lord God, those who are working in the hospital, Lord God, the police force, Lord God, the, the, the military men and women, Lord God, the firemen, the, the school teachers, Lord God, those who are working in the grocery stores, Lord God, and the fast food restaurants, Lord God, those who are providing food for us, those who are working in the factories, Lord God, to make sure that we are still able to order and, and to provide for our families, Lord God. Praying for the leadership, Lord God, around the world, in this nation, Lord God, in this state, Lord God, in our local municipalities. And I'm praying, Lord God, that 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 the peace of love that you've entrusted in us to flow through us, that in in the world that can seem so dark, that they're still able to see the light of Christ shine in us and through us. Now to him who's able to present us spotless and blameless before the throne of grace. I pray that you keep our hearts and mind both in the knowledge and in the love of Jesus Christ. Go in peace. Know that I love you and God loves you too. Sorry I was unable to be uh, online Wednesday. But I look forward to seeing you all this coming Wednesday for um, deepening our study of the Bible. God bless. Go in peace.